Hello, this is George, George Prince, the writer and narrator of the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. In this episode, we ask some big questions. Where does money come from? So let's see if Hobgob and Mulch can find the answer for us. So here we go. This is the tales of Hobgob and Mulch, volume two, chapter five, The Treasury. In the realm, there was a kingdom. In the kingdom, there was a village. In the village there was an inn, and in that inn two friends, Hobgob the goblin and Mulch the tree, told the tales of their adventures. The Tales of Hobgob and Mulch Hobgob and Mulch were visiting the capital. Their friend the king had been busy touring the kingdom and had finally returned to start the task of governing. Despite being so busy, the king had not forgotten his friends. Hobgob and Mulch had met him on the day of his coronation. Although things had started a little awkwardly at first, the king had put the two friends in charge of his government for a day, and they had made many positive changes. Now they had been invited to the capital to visit some of the king's ministries. What's been your favourite so far? asked Mulch. Well, the Ministry of Flowers was very pretty, and the new Buddy Ball Ministry was a lot of fun. Yes, I like that one too, agreed Mulch. And I'm looking forward to the treasury today. Oh yes, very grand. Hobgob hopped with excitement as they approached the vast entrance to the treasury. The building was made of glistening white stone. Vast pillars, bigger than the biggest tree in the forest, supported the pyramid roof, and a wide staircase led up to giant iron doors. Groups of tourists pointed and read from guide scrolls as Hobgob and Mulch passed them. The treasury was considered essential sightseeing, and very few were ever allowed inside. Heavily armoured knights flanked the doorway, and only when they saw the king's seal of invitation did they raise their lances to allow Hobgob and Mulch to enter. As soon as they passed through the hulking doors, the light dimmed. Flaming torches on the walls cast small globes of light, but long shadows still loomed. What do you think the treasury will be like? shivered Hobgob with the change of atmosphere. An unimaginable hoard, replied Mulch. Mountains of gold, jewels, coin, more than we could ever hope to spend. I'm not sure I'd want all that, mused Hobgob. As long as there's enough coin for mountain tea and some supper with friends, I'm happy. Oh, me too, agreed Mulch. Feels like too much treasure brings its own problems. But I still want to see what a mountain of silver looks like. And an island of gems, clapped Hobgob. Out of the shadows, a figure suddenly appeared next to them. Clad all in grey, they almost didn't notice him. Mr Hobgob, Miss Mulch, I am Mr B. Land, he introduced himself. Oh, hello Mr Bland, began Hobgob. Just Mr. B. Land. I serve here at the Ministry, and I am to be your guide today, interrupted Mr. B. Land. Please follow me. Hobgob and Mulch looked at each other in excitement. They were going to see vaults overflowing with treasure, and it was all very exciting. They followed Mr. B. Land into the gloom. In between the glow of the torches, they were aware of shuffling figures in the shadows, and the opening and closing of doors. 
but nobody spoke, and it was all becoming just a little bit dull. So, Mr Bland, do you have any dragons here? Dragons love treasure, asked Hobgob. It's just Mr Bland, and no, no dragons, replied Mr Bland flatly. Do you have any dwarves guarding their gold? asked Mulch. No, no dwarves, replied Mr Bland flatly. Hobgob and Mulch looked at each other in slight disappointment as they continued down another gloomy corridor. You must need those knights at the entrance to fend off treasure-seeking adventurers, smiled Hobgob. No, no adventurers. The knights are just for show, replied Mr Bland flatly. Are the people in the shadows pirates who captured loot at sea, or alchemists who use their magic to conjure gold? asked Mulch. No, that is a counter, replied Mr Bland flatly. A counter? queried Mulch. Yes, a highly trained counter. It takes many moons and much dedication to become a counter here at the treasury. Oh, do they apprentice themselves to old masters in the mountains and train in the snow to develop their strength? asked Hobgob. No, they attend evening classes to learn abacus skills, replied Mr. Beeland flatly. They followed their guide through more poorly lit walkways and both became very bored. Where was the glistening hoard they had imagined? Uh, Mr. Bland, are we going to visit the treasure room soon? asked Hobgob. Mr. Beeland stopped and opened a door without reply, and they followed him in. Hobgob and Mulch expected to be blinded by the light of the treasure mountain. They imagined diving into a sea of coin. But the room they entered was full of high desks, and at each desk a counter was hunched over, scribbling with a quill, only looking up to flick the beans on their abacus. This is the treasure room, the heart of the treasury. As you can see, it is very exciting. Mr. Beeland sighed with satisfaction. Hobgob and Mulch were not very excited. Shouldn't there be some gold here, or at least some gems? asked Mulch. No, no gold, no gems. This is where money is made. The counters are making money. Out of money. Their complex calculations generate wealth, which generates more wealth. It is very exciting. Now the flicker of a smile passed across Mr. B. Land's face. So no treasure at all, and definitely no dragons? Hobgob asked one last time. There hasn't been treasure at the treasury, for many moons, explained Mr. Beeland. The kingdom is far more advanced now. Our counters need no real treasure to make more treasure. So they make coin without any actual real coin? Mulch was growing frustrated. We need no coin to make much more coin, Mr. Beeland explained again. And I thought you said there weren't any alchemists here, muttered Mulch. This is a highly developed skill, not hocus-pocus, retorted Mr. Beeland flatly. Well, I think we've seen quite enough. Come on, Hobgob. Mulch turned to leave. But this is the centre of all commerce. It is very exciting. 
Mr. Beeland continued to explain. Thank you for the tour, Mr. Bland, said Hobgob, but I think our simple minds are better suited to the Ministry of Buddy Ball. Hobgob hopped after Mulch as they began the winding walk back to the outside world. They had toured the ministries of the capital and had seen how money was made. Now they were ready to return to the village, their friends and the dragon's arms. Thank you so much for joining me for the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. To hear about upcoming episodes, please do hit subscribe. Also, you can follow Hobgob and Mulch on Instagram and Twitter, at Hobgob and Mulch, and please leave comments wherever you want to. It's always great to hear from you. All of the stories are written and narrated by me, George Prince, copyright 2020. I'm very much looking forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.